Hello and welcome to Meet the Sip. I'm your host, Jonathan Smith. This episode is the day Murray got shot again and how that affected Yakna Patafa County. No, I did wrong. Seeking other lands where I don't belong. No matter where I go, this hot job seems to know. I can't get Mississippi. From the street corner next to the white frame house, you could see both railroad lines that came through New Albany, Mississippi. To the west, down Cleveland Street, was the Ripley Railroad, built by Colonel Faulkner, Murray's grandfather. And to the south, down Jefferson Street, the B&N line. Murray probably appreciated this view. His father, John Wesley Thompson Faulkner, had inherited a controlling interest in the line built by Colonel Faulkner, and Murray had worked for the line in many capacities. He'd been a stoker, telegraph operator, and more, wherever he could work close to trains. He loved trains. Murray may have inherited his passion for trains from his grandfather. Evidence suggests that he shared his grandfather's passions in general. Murray's grandfather was Colonel William Clark Faulkner, a farmer, a soldier, a businessman. He'd fought in the Mexican-American and Civil War where he'd earned his commission. He was also an author whose novel, The White Rose of Memphis, was an early bestseller. In addition, he was a railroad entrepreneur and had worked to build the Ripley Railroad, a line originally scheduled to go from Jackson, Tennessee to Mobile, Alabama. The colonel also had a reputation as a fierce fighter and a man with a temper. He hardly went anywhere without his bowie knife and his pistol, and he'd killed at least two men in duels, one stabbed to death and one he'd shot. Colonel Faulkner himself would die at gunpoint. He was shot in a duel on November 5, 1887, by Richard Jackson Thurmond, a former business partner who'd lost the state senate seat to Colonel Faulkner the day before. Murray took after the colonel. In addition to his love of trains, he shared the colonel's temper. While Murray was living in Pontotoc and working on the railroad, he was courting a young lady in town. Another man in town, Elias Walker, made some comments that Murray considered slanderous to the young lady's character. Murray called him out, and in the ensuing fight, beat him badly. Elias, by all accounts, was not a man to take this lightly. While Murray was sitting in a pharmacy, Elias burst through the door and shot him in the back with a shotgun. Drawing his pistol, Elias took aim at Murray's face. Murray, lying on the floor and bleeding from the wound, purportedly said, For the love of God, I'm finished. Just leave me alone. And Elias responded, I want to make sure, and shot him in the face. The bullet passed into Murray's throat and lodged in the bone there. This didn't kill Murray instantly, and he lay at death's door. His parents were summoned from Ripley and rushed down the line. In an act of desperation, his mother induced vomiting. This caused Murray to dislodge the bullet, and that cleared his throat. He, w- he survived the wounds and went on to heal. I don't know if this really calmed his temper much. He was able to woo a young lady named Maud. After marrying Maud, Murray got the job of freight clerk in New Albany. He and Maud moved on March 4, 1878. And while they were in New Albany, their first son, William Cuthbert Faulkner, would be born. Now, the Faulkners had a reputation as somewhat standoffish and don't seem to have gotten along with their neighbors well. Uh, They don't really seem to have made friends or settled into town life. This may have just been their character in general. They may have considered the town beneath them in some ways. You see, New Albany had been an industrial and agricultural hamlet situated about halfway between the county seat of Pontotoc County, 
which is Pontotoc, and the county seat of Tippa County, which is Ripley, where Murray's family was from. In 1870, the county lines were redrawn by a federal judge, and a new county, Union County, was created from the union of Tippa, Pontotoc, a little bit of Lee County. New Albany was named the county seat. So although the town had been established in 1840, for the first 30-plus years of existence, it had been, like I said, a small rural town with a lumber mill, a grist mill, and, of course, stores for the farmers. Following the establishment of the county, the town had started booming. Uh, The town was able to attract two railroads, Colonel Faulkner's and the other line. It was probably a different world for the Faulkner's, who had been major players in Ripley politics for many generations. But still, it was probably a different world for the Faulkner's as the town set out to distance itself from its previous existence. They had been major political players in Ripley, but it's not sure how much influence they had in New Albany. Regardless, they did settle and had their first son. Sometime after William was born, a young lady came to stay with the Faulkner's in New Albany. I've read differing accounts of who she was. Some say she was Maud's sister, some say she was Murray's sister, some say she was just a more distant relative or just a friend of the family. She'd probably come to help with the baby. William had a reputation as a colicky child and apparently could be heard crying late into the night. While she stayed with the Faulkners, Murray heard that Will Bratton, a druggist who lived across the street, had made some comments that disparaged the young lady's honor. And what's almost a replay of the Pontotoc incident, Murray announced that he intended to get satisfaction off Mr. Bratton for his remarks, pushed his chair back from the table one evening after dinner, and set out downtown a short walk of only a few blocks to the drugstore where Mr. Bratton was employed. Upon arriving at the drugstore, Murray pushed open the door. Will, however, had been tipped off that he was on his way. He pulled out a pistol from under the counter, took aim, and fired. Luckily for Murray, the bullet hit his hand and only caused a slight injury. It does seem to have taken all the fight out of him, though. That seems to have been the end of the incident. I haven't found any evidence of a trial or other hearings afterwards. What does this have to do with Yaknapatafa County? It was heavily influenced by the places he'd lived as a child and the stories he'd heard growing up. Had William Faulkner grown up in a different town, it's possible that his novels would have been a little different. I'll discuss that a little more once I talk about where the Faulkners moved after the shooting. Following the incident at the drugstore, the Faulkners left New Albany to return to Ripley. It's possible this had something to do with the incident at the drugstore. Maud may have been fed up with... Murray's fighting or fearful for her husband's safety. It's difficult to say. However, Murray had also been given some additional responsibilities with the railroad about this time. The railroad offices, along with most of Murray's family, were in Ripley, so regardless of the incident at the drugstore, it made sense for Murray and his family to move back to Ripley. The family would stay in Ripley until 1905, and the ensuing years... Three more sons would be born. However, Murray's father, John Wesley Thompson Faulkner, sold his interest in the railroad. In the merger, acquisitions, and changes that followed, Murray lost his job with the railroad. So at the urging of his father, in 1905, Murray once again packed up the family and moved to a new town. For this trip, Murray loaded the family's belongings on wagons and took them over the wagon roads to Oxford. Maud and the boys traveled by rail. The trip by rail wasn't the easy option, however. Even going by rail, 
it still took a couple of days to get to Oxford. You see, there's no direct line between Ripley and Oxford. So Maud loaded the boys on a train in Ripley. They made the approximately 25-mile journey to New Albany. As the train pulled into New Albany, they would have been able to almost see the house that William had been born in, and the drugstore where Murray had been shot was just around the corner from the train station. You have to wonder if perhaps Maud told the boys the story or if they had already heard it and were recounting the story to themselves as they pulled into New Albany. Anyway, as they arrived in New Albany, they would have had to get off that train, get on a different train on a different line, take that train to Holly Springs, about 25 miles to the north, get off that train and get onto yet another train on yet another line and make the roughly 25-mile trip over to Oxford. By some accounts, this was not a pleasant trip for Maud. She had four unruly boys in tow. She was a woman who hated disorder and kept a very clean house. And So for two days, she was traveling in this hot rail car. With the windows down, there would have been a little bit of a breeze, but that also meant all the soot and cinders and ash would have been blowing in on them the entire trip. I I can't imagine it was a pleasant trip, and I wonder how many times they made the return to visit family. Anyway, they arrived in Oxford in 1905. Murray's father, J.W.T., had invested some of the money from the sale of the railroad and founded the First National Bank of Oxford. From what I've read, Murray kind of bounced around between jobs for a while. He held down various positions although they they did remain in Oxford. Of course, William and his brothers grew up in Oxford. By some accounts, they had an almost Tom Sawyer boyhood. They would fish, camp, hunt, had a little bit of a reputation as troublemakers around town. William had no love of school and basically stopped paying attention after the 7th grade and left school shortly after finishing the 11th grade. Now, he would eventually return to the University of Mississippi in Oxford, but he didn't complete a degree. He was there for a few semesters and left. Eventually became the postmaster of the school, and by all accounts was the worst postmaster ever, an assessment that William Faulkner himself agreed with. Apparently, he didn't like being at the beck and call of any fool who could raise the money for a postage stamp, to paraphrase his words. And so really, that's the story of the day Murray got shot. Now, you have to wonder if life would have been different if it hadn't have happened. Would the Faulkners have stayed in New Albany? If J.W.T. hadn't have sold the railroad, would he have stayed in Ripley? And would that have kept the young William Faulkner between New Albany, Ripley, and Pontotoc? And what effect that would have had on his writings? It's, of course, impossible to say. Some things would have likely remained the same. There's quite a bit of family history embedded in his stories almost mythic figure of his grandfather, Colonel William Faulkner, is embedded in his novels in the Sartoris family. One does wonder what might have been different. In addition, it was through contacts at the university that he was really able to kickstart his writing career in some ways. And without being there, one wonders if he would have remained unrecognized until after his death or if he would have been published at all. As I said, there's no real way to know. Something interesting to think about. If you'd like to visit some of the locations in the story today, you can. Unfortunately, the house William Faulkner was born in is no longer there. It was torn down 
many years ago. There is a historic marker at the site of the house, and just down the street is the Union County Heritage Museum, which is well worth a visit. It not only has items pertaining to William Faulkner, but to the history of the county in general, as well as other famous people from New Albany and Union County. The railroad that Colonel Faulkner established declined over the years. The only part left active is a spur line between New Albany and Ripley that's still in use to haul a few boxcars for some of the industry in that area. The segment of line from New Albany to Houston has been a rails-to-trails project and is now the Tanglefoot Trail, named after the engine that built the line in the first place. It's a beautiful riding and walking trail, a little over 44 miles in length. It's well worth a visit to the trailhead in New Albany. Bring your bike. You can ride as much of the trail as you want. There are rest areas along the way. In addition, several of the towns you'll encounter along the ride have a history that's entwined with that of Colonel Faulkner's railroad. For example, Ecru, one of the stops along the trail, got its name because the train station in the town was painted Ecru. If you'd like to visit the site where Murray was shot, you can. I'm not sure if it's the building that was standing then, However, that location remained a drugstore for many years, and it's currently the home of Sugary's Bakery. So, just a few steps away from the trailhead, you can pop in, get a delicious cupcake, and see where Murray was shot. And that's today's story. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Meet the Sip. The opening music was a selection from I Can't Get Mississippi Off My Mind by the Abe Lyman Band. Today's closing music is Carl Story and his rambling mountaineers performing I Want to Be a Railroad Man. The Meet the Sip podcast is a production of Hell Creek Productions, written, recorded, and edited by Jonathan Smith. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Meet the Sip, and I'll see you again next time. That's the way I want to ride up to that promised land I want to be. A railroad man with an engine under my command. Don't want to be a ruler grand. Just want to be a railroad man. With its silvery gleam Give me one that uses coal One that runs on steam When I pull that throttle back Hear them drivers roll See that smoke come from the sack Watch her eat that coal I want to be a railroad man With an engine under my command
Passing through the tunnel now with the U.S. mail. Why my heart is singing to the music of the rail. Just a few more curves to make, one more hill to climb. See that signal up ahead, we're coming in on time. I want to be a railroad man with an engine under my command. Don't want to be underground. 